ye out and to meet Him. Come on now. Anybody ready to meet Him in the house of the Lord? Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said unto the wise, Give us of your oil, for our lamps are gone out. But the wise answered, saying, Not so, lest there be not enough for us and you. But go ye rather to them that sell and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and they that were ready went with him into the marriage. And the door was shut. And after came also the other virgins, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Verily I say unto you, I know you not. Watch therefore, for ye know neither the day nor the hour wherein the Son of Man cometh. You may be seated in the house of the Lord. Nobody. Jesus told His disciples one time, Brother Josh, He said, I don't know, you don't know, only the Father knows. Only the Father knows. But we do know that the Father is going to tell the bridegroom one day. The Bible says we do not know the hour or the day. He can come in the morning. He can come in the evening. We used to preach a gospel that was so convicting, Sister Wanda, that the congregation believed by the end of that service it was heaven or hell. Amen. That it was such a potency and such an anointing. Amen. Such an aroma of the Holy Ghost that came from the pulpits and came from the teaching podiums that those people that heard the Word of God go forth, they believed that the decision had to be met right then. Amen. We used to believe as a church in the immediate return of God. Amen. We thought that He could come any day nor hour. Now we do confess that. We do say that we believe that Jesus can come any time. But church, the way we live, we really do not explain what we profess with our mind. Come on now, when we really begin to think that He can come by the end of the amen today, by the end of the closing of this service, when Brother Philip says, Brother Mike, will you end in prayer? When the congregation of this church opens his eyes today or, or her eyes today that the Lord could have came back. Amen. I don't want to miss the coming of the Lord because I've got to say, wait up, hold up. I, I need to go get me some oil. Come on now. Brother Philip, can you give me some oil? No, ma'am, no, sir. I cannot give you what I need myself. Can you say, man? We look in this Scripture, we find that there was ten virgins. The Bible says they are virgins. They are pure. But the, the Bible says there were five of them that was foolish. They come to this time of waiting. They come to this time of tarrying. And five of them did not take any oil in excess. They did not take the things. Come on now. We've been hearing the coming of the Lord. I believe as long as I've studied Pentecost all the way back into the 1900s. I've heard old meetings over broadcasts that have been recorded off cassette tapes and shared in podcasts. Men and women of God 
God has been preaching the kingdom of God is at hand. They did not lie, Brother Luther. They weren't telling a lie when they said we're closer now than we've ever been. You can die today. You can never make it home. Come on now. But we came to a time that we think. Come on now. In our minds that we've got plenty of time. But can I tell you, God is not a respect of persons. It doesn't matter if you're 21 years old today in perfect health or there's 80 a year old in their body. They have fatigue and they have illness in their body. That 21 year old can leave here before that 80 year old because God says there's a time and there's an hour for everybody's life. We think, well, times are getting worse. Oh, but preacher, I've heard you talk about abortion in the Old Testament. I heard you talk about things in the Old Testament, uh, Old Testament of sexual immorality. Oh, it's just history repeating itself. But can I tell you, church, that every time the old earth got so bad, God destroyed it. Did He understand me? And when He destroyed it with water, He said, I'll never flood it again. When Sodom and Gomorrah turned so vile and wicked, I want us to understand today where we're at. We're living inside the gates of Sodom and Gomorrah. Come on, do you understand what I'm preaching? We're living inside the gates of Solomon Moore. The United States of America, this world is a great representation of what Lot, his wife, and his daughters were seeing. Do you hear what I'm saying? We're living in perilous times. We're living in some of the filthiest sin-sick times when people are growing cold. They're waxing cold in their faith. Ones that used to preach hell hot and heaven high does not even attend a church anymore. Come on, say man. Those that used to sit on beacon boards, they're nowhere to be found no more. Why? Because they're falling away and they're growing cold because in the tarrying of the waiting on the bridegroom, they run out of oil. They did not take what was needed for the Lord. The Bible says, For those who endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. This is a race, church. This ain't a glory ride of a vacation resort. We're on a battlefield of the Lord. Come on now. And that Bible says that church ought to let its light so shine. Come on now. Oh, we ought to have a light. We spoke on it a little bit for church today. But we ought to have a way about us that draws the most wicked and vile sinner unto salvation. We are a walking, talking organism of a body of Christ. We ought to be full that when we step out into the school system, when we start, step out into public places of work, that our vessel is so full. Come on now. How do you get full, Sister Bernice? Ephesians say that you sing you praise God. Come on now. Solomon said, I prayed unto the glory of the Lord. Feel the house. Come on now. But now you got a fret 
that stone religion. We just want to dab a deal. We just want to get you by. I want enough to give me the Wednesday. I want enough to give me the Sunday. But can I tell you, not only for yourselves, but you need to have some extra with you. Come on now. I remember when we went shame of this gospel. We praise break on the grocery store. Come on, say man. We speak in tongues. Needs to be trimmed because all we got is a little smoke Amen. and a little smoke. Right now, the Bible says those ten virgins, though they were all clean, oh, they all slept and they all slumbered. Come on, we're living in a time, church, that we were asleep and we're slumbering. We are the most laziest generation of God's church. Come on now. Oh, it takes us all that we got in us. Come on now. He says greater works that you would do than I do. Come on now. But our works is the hardest thing or the, the biggest accomplishment we got is we made church. Come on. Come on now. Oh, come on now. And we get here. I've seen, come on now, grown folks. I've heard good preaching make babies go to sleep. And I thank God a lot of times. You, you can uh, rebuke me you want to, but I've seen times I was thank God Evelyn fell asleep. Thank God she fell asleep. Good preaching. But for grown folks, come on now. Oh, we can't stay attentive for one hour. Come on now. Because we look and it's 12 o'clock. Come on now. And we need to go home and we got family coming. I, I hear it all the time. I got to get home. I got to cook for my children. We want to feel them physically. Why spiritually they're starving to death. Spiritually they're empty. Come on now. I got my whole bunch mad at me. I, I was pastoring in Washington County and they were having a, a family eating one day, Brother Mike, in, a, in the mid part of Chicago County when they were all at one of my aunt's house. Not only did I have to drive about 45 minutes, but I had church that day. I don't believe church got out at 1 o'clock. But they were trying to be nice, Sister Wanda, and they said this. They said, my goodness, we've been waiting on you, Phil. What's happened? You got long-winded. You preached too long. Come on now. We want to complain about how long church goes on, but we don't complain about nothing else. We don't watch a series on TV at last. Come on now. It'll have 50 episodes. We won't blink an eye. We'll watch all of them. You let Alabama football come on. You let Auburn football come on. Come on now. Alabama will shut down. The whole state will shut down. Oh, come on now. Some of you get mad you want to. But we'll sit there in a hot blazing sun and watch somebody chase a ball for four or five hours. But we'll sit in church and we can't praise God. He said, how are you going to build up yourself? How are you going to have your lantern full? How are you going to trim that leg? Oh, how are you going to do it? You're going to have to offer up praises to him who has the old. You can't have my old. Those five virgins that had oil in their house, they brought vessels. They brought in excess church. We've got a saying in in the Pentecostal churches, we filled with the Holy Ghost. A experience a half a dozen years ago that you spoke in tongues. Come on now. 
and you felt chill bumps running your back, I guarantee you right now, listen to what I'm saying, that oil has run out. Come on now. There was a time, church, you didn't have to wonder if you was going to hear a message in tongues when you come to church. Come on now, because saints of God was fooled before they got there. Come on now, say amen. Now we just glad if somebody smokes and smothers a little bit. Come on now. Come on now, you didn't have to worry about is somebody going to amen the preacher because they were filled up and they had excess. Come on now, it carried them not only through the service, they didn't come to the service to get filled. They were filled before they got there. Come on now, we come because we're tarrying and we're waiting on the coming of the Lord. I don't know why y'all come, but I'm here as the body of Christ because I'm tarrying and I'm waiting on the Lord. But I won't fall asleep at midnight. I won't run out of oil at midnight. I'm going to get full of the Holy Ghost. Can you say amen? amen? The bride must be full. Ephesians 5 and 25 says this, Husbands, love your wives even as Christ also loved the church and gave Himself for it. Listen, that He might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of the water by his word. Oh, those old saints preached something. They called it being saved and sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost. Come on now, church. It's time for us to return. Come on now. God's been dealing with me. Come on now. This ain't a place that we just come by to barely get by. Come on now. This ain't a place that we just stop by when we don't have nothing else to do. But this is a place that you get the oil in excess. Come on now. You come filled up. But in case you run out during the week in your lantern, you got something to spare. I remember when Brother Philip started preaching that word. I remember when Brother Mike said, Hallelujah, I'm saved, I'm saved. And something started trembling all over me. And I threw my old heavy hands up to a holy God. And I got in excess, church. How about we quit living? Oh, I'm an experience. We had years ago and walk in the excess of the old. Anything Listen to me, that's filled with oil and burning will be red hot in revival looking for the appearing of God. Come on now. Anything that is red hot. He said you do not light a candle. That candle burns because it has a fueling agent there. Come on now. Nothing burns. It will nothing burn. Air. You can't light air on fire. It has to have a fuel. It has to have an oil. Do you understand me? And that candle is not lit, then stuck under a bushel. Do you understand me? We are a city set on a hill, church. God has given us a declaration of what it is to be church. Come on now. What it is to be the bride of Christ. He says in Ephesians 4 and 24 to put on righteousness and true holiness. Come on now. Take off the old man and put on the new. You've been born again. Why stop at salvation? Get full of the Holy Ghost. Get full of something that'll talk to you in a midnight hour. 
gets full of something that you will intercede for somebody. My aunt called me the other day and said, I don't know, but I've been up all night praying for you, Philip. God woke me up, so I just got in my chair and I began to pray for you. My God, she was full and she had something in excess, Sister Ray. Come on now. Oh, and it takes us off with a little smoke and a little smudge. Come on now, we need to trim our wicks. We need to cut off the old. Come on now, and allow the new to come forth. Come on now. We're talking about how we used to shout. We're talking about how we used to praise the Lord. First of all, we got to show up to praise God. Come on now, and secondly, we're going to have to quit worrying about who's around us. Come on now, those five virgins told the other ones, you're going to have to go get your own church. Oh, you can't have mine. You can't have my praise. Come on now. You can't have my glory, church. You're going to have to get your own. Not only did their lamp fool, they had capability of refilling it, church. Come on now. They had the capability of getting full again. Come on now. Ephesians. 5 and 18 tells us to be filled with the Spirit and be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with Spirit. Speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Do you understand that we are the bride of Christ. Come on now. And instead of me, come on now, we wait to the latter part of the service for the preacher to pump and promise. Come on now. We ought to, when we hear those hymnals, come on now, where men and women was in agony and they were traveling, and they were in trouble. Come on now, I'm not against any other songs that's got Jesus in it and sung them the anointing. But those old hymnals these people wrote because they were going through things and they can say, oh, in the hardest time of day, in the darkest hour of their life. I don't know who wrote it, Sister Wanda, but I believe they were probably at a midnight hour in their life. They were tarrying, they were waiting on the Lord, but somebody would say, hallelujah, I'm saved. I'm saved. Oh, now say, man, when's the last time the devil got on your trail and it got really dark? I'm going to tell you, the devil's nipping at our toes. Come on. The devil's barking. The devil's screaming at the church. The devil's whooping us like a red-headed stepchild. Come on now. But won't we throw our hands up in the air and say, I brought excess. Oh, I may be losing this battle, but the Lord been won. Hallelujah, I'm saved. Jude said, building up yourselves, praying in the Holy Ghost. Lord, help me get through this day. Let nothing happen to my family. In Jesus' name, amen. On our way out the door. Come on now. Those that had it full to the brim and they had excess, they found prayer time. Oh, they said, my family's saved and I'm saved, but I need something for the voyage. Come on now. Church, we've forgotten that we need something for the trip. Come on now. 
The Bible says they were bidden unto a marriage supper. They were bidden to a time in their life that the bridegroom was coming. Come on now. If you cannot see, come on now, I don't know what it's going to, I know that we're blind. I know. I know the church of the living God has got blinders on it. Oh, but if you cannot realize and come to your senses that we're on the break of that midnight hour, do you hear what I'm saying? If you cannot look out into this filthy, sin-sick world and know that God is turning His head and He's about to say, Son, go get your bride. Come on now, and can I tell you something? Come on now, we have trouble with them being clean. But I'm talking about being filled. Come on now. Oh, He said He's coming back for one without spot nor blemish. Come on, say amen to me. He's not coming back for one walking in sin. He said there was ten virgins there. There was ten of purity. They were there because they were clean. But five of them was healed. And five of them was empty. Church, can I tell you, there's too many Christians walking around and they're not walking in the power of God. You didn't go to church. This is the time we're living in. Can I just preach this the way I feel it? Y'all can take a boat later if you want to. I'll step outside. But I'm telling you, we live in a time. Come on now, people that sit on a pew. Come on, we look as those ten virgins. And I'm asking you, are you the five wise? Or the five foolish today? Come on now. Because I'm telling you, God's not coming back. For no watered down church. He's coming back for one that's fire baptized. Preacher, do you believe that I gotta have a Holy Ghost to go to heaven? No, but I'm telling you, we live in a time that you need the Holy Ghost to go to heaven. That devil's using every demon. Come on now. He's taking people in their communities and their family and their demon possessed. Come on now. He wasn't just a Christian that just got saved. Jesus was full of the Holy Ghost when he looked at that legion of devils and said, go. Come on now. I need some power, church. I said, I need something that I got access to. Say to man. The bridegroom is about to come. If you can't see the world getting dark, come on. I said, if you can't see this world getting dark, I don't know where we at. If you can't see this world getting dark, come on. If you can't see this world getting dark, the sun may be shining physically, but spiritually, this place is a walking, talking, apparating Sodom and Gomorrah. Come on, say man. I know I preached on this a while back. But when rich folk get excited that they can go and eat human flesh, come on now, when we got people getting demon-possessed and putting blood of aborted babies in tennis shoes, we're living at the midnight hour. You think God's going to blink his eye? The Bible says He used to wink at these such things. Come on now, but now He's called us all to live in holiness. Come on, say man. He's called us all. Oh, He used to wink at 
yet not knowing. But can I tell you, the gospel has gone forth. Oh, and I believe it's touched all the continents. And it's going deep down. Oh, rivers. That nobody, oh, they have to take a boat to get there, Sister Wanda. There's no way that there's men that are full and taking excess with them. And they've taken the Word of God. It's the only thing. That bridegroom says, I bid you to come. Come on now. That bridegroom is about to come. And every one of us is going to hear the cry that He is coming. Come on now. We've all had the opportunity to hear the Gospel of Jesus Christ. Preacher's been preaching this immediate return. Come on now. He can come. Oh, you better get right. Don't leave this church tonight. Come on now. But I can tell you it's truth. It's true. You may have heard that sermon and went home 10,000 times. Never had a car wreck. Never died. But I can tell you people's leaving this world of 8 billion people. They're living here every second. Somebody is dying. They're not dying because everybody expected it. But they're leaving this world. Come on, say man. You got 99% of the world driving around staring at their cell phones. Come on now. Crashes happen in every moment. Come on now. Houses catch on fire. Just a while back, a whole family was killed by a drunk driver. People die every day. Come on now, church. It might not be through the rapture. It may be through the grave. But it's at the midnight hour and God is calling a church to walk in the excess. The Bible says that they were called. Those five brides said, you're going to have to go get it from those who sell it. Come on now, we know who sells it. It was given free because it was bought. The Bible says in the book of Exodus that the apothecary, the pharmacist, had a way. They got with the priests and there was a precise way of mixing that oil. The Bible says when they started taking those five senses, and mixing them together in that oil to make that holy anointing oil. That it sent off a smell that could be smelled for 10 miles all the way around that place. Now I want you to listen to this. They were wise because they followed the doctrine of God. Do you hear what I'm saying? They didn't get together and get the directions out. Priest, how are we going to make it? How much of this? And make $49.99 by the bookstore bottle. Yeah. They made it by the barrel because listen, why they I'm gonna preach this, you might as well sit back and listen. They didn't make just a dab of do you, they made it by the barrel because they anointed, they had it in excess. Brother Pickle, they anointed everything in the temple, everything in their house. Come on now, say man. The priest had to have it on their clothes. Say man. They covered everything in it because they knew they had to endure what was to come. They knew they needed to fight it off. You think I'm crazy. I got a bottle at the house. Sister Pickle, I go around to my windowsills and my door and I tell the devil, this is as far as you go. Those two girls are mine. Those two girls is going to heaven. Come on now. Oh, say man. You think it's foolish. But I took my no and I cover everything. Amen. Because I know 
Because I want to walk, not only field, but I want to have excess yes. for my journey. Yeah. Come on now, I'm not just trying to get me to heaven. I'm trying to get my family to heaven. I'm trying to get my church to heaven. Yes. Listen here now, this is how the Bible is. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes 10, that when a fly lit in that ointment, that, that smell, listen, I want to read it for We got time, nobody's hungry in here. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes 10 and 1, dead flies cause the ointment of the apothecary to send forth a stinking Savior. So doth a little folly, come on now, him that is in reputation for wisdom and honor. That smell, oh, they knew when they was cooking up that good anointing down at the church. Everybody for miles heard about it. I can go get anointed. I can go see them anoint that temple. I can see God move. Come on now. I smell it. Oh, what a sweet smell it was to God. Come on now. When they walked in the doctrine of God. They didn't walk in granny's religion. They didn't walk in what the church told them. They got in the word of God and they found the priest's precise ingredients to make that anointing. No, we live in a time now that just because they scream and shout, we think they are anointed. Come on now. Say amen. Oh, just because they can sing good, they're anointed. No ma'am, no sir. There's a precise way of walking and making that anointing. But come on now. They said when the a fly lit in it, that, that smell, you can smell it over at Sister Bernie's house. You can smell it all the way from the temple over to Sister Pimples across Highway 80. Oh, but they knew right then when a fly, when filth got in. Come on now, church. They had to pour it out. Oh, why is some of those foolish brides, come on now, they allowed trash to get in their anointing. They allowed trash to get in their worship. Come on now. Some of it was just slothfulness. They wasn't paying attention. They wasn't on guard. And that fly lit in that ointment and the the Bible says they had to pour it out right, yeah. and start over again. But they knew where to go get it. There's only one way to go get anointed. There's only one way to get anointed, and that's in the house of God. Oh, do you hear me? We wait. And I'm going to tell you, it may not be on Sunday morning. And I thank God. I praise God this morning. I'm not glory. Because I wanted to come about 11 o'clock on Sunday morning. Right. Mm, preacher, watch yourself now, preacher. Because some of them wouldn't even be here with the lantern empty. Amen, that's right. Come on. This is too hard, preacher. You're preaching too rough. No, I'm trying to wake the church up because the church has slept and slumbered too long. Come on now, and not only are we asleep and we slumbered, not only is our lamp empty, come on now, some of us didn't even show up with a lamp. Come on now, some of us is not even representing the virgin carrying the lamp. Come on now, say amen to me. Woo! Preacher, you got to go to church. It's where the anointing oil was made. The apothecaries made the oil in the temple with the precise directions from God. There's no other way to get anointed and full of the Holy Ghost. There's no other way to endure unto the end unless you got help from above. Do you hear what I'm saying?
heaven in this place. There's only one way to make heaven your home. And it's not going to be because you're gone seeking a way. Come on now. When the bridegroom calls, he says these words. The words of the wise men are heard. Excuse me, I might want to get on the right Scripture here this morning. The Bible says in verse 12, or at verse 11, after it came also the other virgins saying, Lord, Lord, open unto us. He has shut the door. And he says other virgins has come and they're knocking. Come on now, they're screaming. Just like Noah, they made fun of him. Just like some people be angry at my preaching. Come on now. But they thought Noah was stupid while he was building an ark and it ain't rained enough to fill a temple. But they were beating on the ark and they were walking in. Come on now. They were walking Do you hear me, church? They were walking in. But the Bible said the Holy Ghost had done shut up that ark. Do you hear what I'm preaching this morning? Oh, people not here. People not found in the precise measures of making the anointing go. And they're going to be knocking. I want you to listen to me. He said the virgins came and he said, Oh, I do not know you. Why? Because he called them. I won't know. He knew what they looked like and what they represented. But then when it was time for the marriage supper of the Lamb, they did not look like. Come on now. What they did before. They were unrecognizable. Come on now. You look like this this morning, Sister Shannon. Some of you ladies, us men, we don't care. We've went to the courthouse and got it done. But you women have that white pretty gown on and that veil over your face. But I can tell you that young woman, come on now, that I dated and I sewn into. Oh, if Brother Josh would have thrown back that veil and Sister Shana wasn't under it, he said, wait up, something's amiss here. Something's wrong. I'm at the wrong church at the wrong time. Do you hear what I'm saying? Jesus said, I don't know. Come on now. He don't know some people that's called on the name of the Lord. He said, everybody that says, Lord, Lord, will not enter the kingdom of God. Oh, what does this mean? He strode the veil back on the bride. And it ain't somebody he knows. He says, watch therefore, for ye know neither the day nor the hour the Son of Man coming. How do you get in this shape? Revelations 3 tells us a story in verse 18 that says that they were dressed in the best. They drove the best. They had a nice job. The Bible even said that they had an eyesight that could do modern miracles at the time. They had a first banking center, but the Holy Ghost spoke to them and said, Hey, if y'all got an ear, you might want to listen up to this. Oh, you're poor, you're miserable, you're blind, and you're naked. Come on now, you're not what you look like in the beginning. Come on now. Oh, when you took off the old coat and put on the new. Come on, say man. When you took off the old way of life. Come on now, you start. That white dress is dirty. You don't look like what you was called to be. You're not walking in the glory of God. Come on now, the church is supposed to be the glorious thing upon the earth. We're supposed to be the most powerful thing on 
the earth. An 80 year old preacher said Friday to a ministering friend of mine, never been preaching that long, 80 years, a man of God. He said, Man, I got convicted just because an 80 year old man said, The Bible said, If you ask, you'll receive. He said, I must not be living up to the fullness of God. I must be lacking. I got to get along. I got to pray. I got to fast. Somebody had been preaching the gospel over 60 years. Says something's amiss in my life. Come on now. I don't believe. I'm not his judge. I don't think he wasn't living right. But he knew what the Bible said. He said, I've got power. And I'm not being able to pray my way through these things. Oh, church, are we not looking like what we first was representing? Oh, no. And it's all we can do to stay awake because, preacher, we started at 10 this morning. Mm. You'd have got your hour and you're in the excess because we can't stay awake at midnight. We sleep and we're slumber. It's not, it's not mad preaching, it's not me being angry. It's Jesus saying, I went into that. Gethsemane, and I prayed. Yeah. And my sweat turned to blood, and I turned around. The church was asleep. He said, Get up. Get up. Get up, Brother Philip. Get up, Brother Mike. Come on, couldn't you just stay awake for one hour? Come on, say, man. Come on now, this is the church. And he's taught us, and he said, I know, I know, I know what's lacking. He said, I'm walking in the Holy Ghost. I'm laying hands on him. But he said, I'm just going to lead this world. I'm going to sit at the right hand of God, but don't you worry. I'm going to send you back the Holy Ghost. I'm going to send you back power. You don't have to fall asleep. You don't have to slumber. You don't have to have an empty lantern. You can have a full lantern. Your week be trimmed every Sunday because a preacher stomp off the smut. Come on now, say man. The word of God washes and regenerates us. Come on now. It makes us new every day. We don't get saved one time years ago and think we're all right. We got to go back every Sunday. We got to go back every Wednesday. We need to show up at revival. We need to call prayer meetings. And we need the washing and the regeneration of the Word of God. Church, I'm telling you, we're at the midnight and those five foolish brides, some of them was just slothful. And they allowed it to run out because they wasn't on watch. And some of them had to pour out their oil because it got trash in it. And they just never was full. See, the thing is that God's so gracious and merciful every time we, the Bible says when we do sin, we have an advocate with the Father. Amen. But what if at the midnight hour we're gone because there's a fly in our anointment and we had to pull it out. And when he would come back to the church, the church is not there. Come on now. When we get things right in our life and we come back to the church, the church ain't there. Come on. Oh, we've run empty church. We've run empty when we got the fuel to the fire. This is the fuel to the fire. He said, I am the washing and the regenerating by the word. He cleanses us. 
but he feels us. He never cleansed anything in that Bible he didn't feel. Come on now. At that wedding party, and I'm going to close right here, Sister What if you want to prepare? At that wedding party, the Bible says that they run out of wine. They run out of it their way. They run out of it man's way. And they come to Jesus and said, you've done all these miracles. You can turn water into wine. And he turned it into wine. And don't get, don't get me twisted up in here. There's no... If you're drinking, you ain't born again because the Holy Ghost took that from me. So don't take my words twisted, but He gave them new wine in His way. And He didn't halfway fill those barrels. He filled them up and they had it in excess. They had enough. Come on now. When he went, he seen them starving to death, a multitude of 5,000, Brother Pickle. When they took up and they broke that bread and those fish, they took up it in excess. Everything God does, He gives us extra. Come on, say man. When you run out of money and you put in the offering plate, come on now, it comes back in excess. God wants us to walk in excess. He wants us to be filled. Do you hear what I'm saying tonight or today? Don't get caught at midnight with your lamp out because it's free. It's readily available. It's been bought on the cross of Calvary. You don't have to walk around here holding a crutch of barely getting by. You're an overcomer by the blood of the Lamb and the word of your testimony. Walk in the power. Walk in the light. Come on, say man. If you will, stand all over your feet this morning. Close your eyes, lift your hands to God and say, God, let me walk in the fullness of you. Let me walk in the completeness. You know what holiness is. The word holiness is not what always man says it is, but holiness is from a word called holy. It means complete. God wants to be the complete part of us. He'll do a work through us and He'll do a work in us. And He will not leave you lacking. He will not leave you empty. He gives us exactly what we need. You feel like praying in these altars.